you hear in the background is a piece called First Bicycle. It's a take on the solo piano genre and uses a customized vocal sampler which I built called the Do Piano. It's an offbeat production, very difficult to categorize or describe. You're listening to How I Make Music, a weekly podcast for the musically curious to go behind the scenes of composition in a digital age. Every Wednesday, we break apart one of my own compositions and investigate the stories and insights into how it was made and its effect on human ears. My name is John Bartman. I'm a music composer from South Africa, and this is How I Make Music. Welcome back to How I Make Music, and thank you for joining once again. Regular listeners of the show know that I take apart these compositions of mine and I share some of the behind the scenes on how they were made, why they were made, who they're for, and their intended effect. This week, we're looking at this really quirky and uh, really offbeat sounding composition called First Bicycle with its super fake sounding vocals. So we'll go into how I made the vocal sample engine, which uh, allowed me to play these vocals like a piano. This piece, First Bicycle, originally started as a solo piano piece. It sounds just fine and lovely on its own. But there was something about the plainness of it that wasn't satisfying to me. I wanted it to sound very unique. I wanted it to sound like something other than the super popular solo piano genre. How did we get to this very fake sounding vocal output? Well, one of my most popular tracks is called 90s Sitcom Joy, which had me singing um, a very cheesy... A theme song that you might hear from a sitcom. Here's a snippet of it. Now that track has already been downloaded and used in plenty of podcasts and videos. And I thought, well, let's carry on with the same sound, the same aesthetic with the do-do-do vocals. But... I didn't want to sing every note of the piano part that I'd composed, so I decided to come up with a way to play that do sound as if it was a note on a piano. The result was a sampler patch of my own voice, which I called the do piano. Using it, I could play any piano piece with the result sounding like my voice instead of a piano. Here, like this. so lovely and weird. I absolutely love the sound. It's made possible using a sampler. A sampler is just a software device or a machine, a hardware device that allows you to record audio and then allows you to play back that audio using controller devices like MIDI keyboards. This is how in the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 
the character Ferris Bueller is able to play the Blue Danube Waltz on a keyboard using nothing but coughing and vomiting sounds. And this is how we got to the Do Piano, which I created. Here's how it works. First, you record yourself singing a single note. Do. Then you input that into the sampler device, which allows you to come up with different notes based on that single one that you've recorded. For example, do, 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 do. It also allows you to play multiple notes at once. I was a little bit naive. I thought that all that would be required would then be to import all of the piano composition MIDI data into the sampler and voila, the output would be exactly what I intended. Turns out there was a little bit more to it. When I did the initial test by just dragging the piano composition into the sampler, it sounded like this. like a chipmunk and it sounded like that main melody was an octave too high. I had to bring that top octave down, which is what I did. The next challenge was note length. The main melody came out sounding a little bit short, a little bit staccato. It needed to sound smoother, more legato than the backing harmonies, which came out like this. So to get a difference between the melody and the harmony, I had to split the do piano into two parts, ending up with a channel just for the melody and a channel just for the harmony. Both of these channels could have adjustments to the note length. So let me play you the little melody again and I'll tweak the decay value, which is the note length at the end of each do. Here we go. Hopefully you can hear how the decay values, that is the length of the notes at the end, are impacting the mood and the feel of the delivery. And when we listen to the full piece again at the end, you'll be able to hear subtle changes to the note length as it progresses. As I got more familiar with this weird vocal creation, I started to think of the note length parameter as a sustain pedal on a keyboard. Take a listen to this passage where the note length makes it feel like it's building and building and then at the right moment suddenly gets shortened and comes back down. One of the great tricks for composing music is to be flexible with tempo. At the end of this track, I do a deliberate slowdown. 
to really just announce the end of the song. And I really feel tempo flexibility like this, what's called ritardando and rubato, I feel they're underused in modern composition with its attachment to the click track. So I use rubato and ritardando wherever I can to create a sort of a tempo stretching in the style of impressionist pianists like Chopin and Debussy. Here is the final outro line of the song with a little bit of a slowdown. The whole project for this composition is only four channels, which is really, really low by the standards of modern composition. Sometimes you're working with up to 100 channels or more. The principle behind this was that the more bold a compositional idea, the more simple its surrounding uh, and backing uh, support has to be in order for that boldness to stand out. That's the approach I took with this very unusual sound, something that immediately catches the ear because it's a warped version of a human voice. I decided not to try and complexify the track too much with anything much more than just this weird voice and a very familiar sounding solo piano layered underneath. We'll listen to the full track in just a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can download the track from this episode, First Bicycle, from the music page on my website, johnbartman.com, J-O-H-N-B-A-R-T-M-A-N-N.com. I encourage you to use it in your own podcast or video production, no matter how weird or wacky. Find links to me on Twitter and YouTube in the show notes. I love hearing from you, so search How I Make Music on YouTube and leave your comments on the show. And now here's First Bicycle, an extremely offbeat, warped, human voice solo piano piece in its entirety. I'll catch you next week.